Hi there, and welcome on the Place of Victory podcast, where we learn God's word and gain insights for godly living. My name is Jeffrey, and I'm your host on today's podcast. Today, we have two interesting guests, even as we're looking at a topic that I, I believe is quite relevant in the day that we live in, and the subject is fear. The subject of fear. I can imagine many of us have experienced fear in some part of our lives, and I think we need to know what does God say about the subject of fear, and I expect that it's going to be exciting even as you listen. And so just let's just crack on with it now, and I'd like to introduce my guests, or rather I would have them introduce themselves. Thank you for the honor. Hello everyone, my name is Pwabi. Um I'm a final year student here. Um, in Swansea and um, privileged to be in this podcast uh, today. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Ola Leko. Um, I, I live in Swansea. Um, I'm a father of three, uh, married um, and I uh, work in manufacturing. Um, I've been in Swansea for three years now and I've been privileged to be part of uh, Place of Victory Church in that, in that three years as well. So God has been doing amazing things uh, in, in our midst. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay, and so let's crack on with today's topic, the subject being fear. Before we crack on, I'll, I'll, I'd like to read a, a text from the scriptures, and it comes from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Here, Paul, and, and I think from the tone of Paul's letter to Timothy, I felt he was kind of um, trying to reprimand Timothy in some sense, because I could sense a bit of hesitation on Timothy's part in taking charge of what God has given him. And so Paul comes across saying, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And this is what we as believers are supposed to remind ourselves every single day particularly in the season that we live in the whole world is experiencing a pandemic and we're wondering what does life hold for me and so um just to even ask our guests on the show today um i'd like to go with parvi first since it's a ladies first um is is the gentle manly thing to do and so parvi what do you think about this pandemic and how has it made you feel so far um well honestly it's been it's been a lot um it's been a time of um reflecting um i think in summary it has just made me um realize you know that really the things we chase after are really not um as important as we think we are and really just the vanity of life in itself you know is like everyone's always asking well what next what next and now it's like what now you know wow. so it's 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 been very it's just been a season of, of personal reflection for me. Oh, absolutely. Great, great. And Lekon, what, what of you? What do you make of this pandemic? Any, have you been having any reason to fear or just in general, how has it made you feel? Yeah. Uh, I, I think I'll answer that question in two parts. I think the first part is, I'll take it from, from where Pravi uh, stopped, is, uh, is, is that word perspective, you know? I think this period has really made us put things into perspective and begin to really understand what is really important, you know? So if I, if I look at myself, for example, I would say 
oh, the car doesn't move unless I have to go to work because I work, I'm a key worker. But those things that we take so important are all of a sudden no longer important. You know, and, and all we want to do now is, is to, to eat, to breathe, you know, to be safe from the virus um, and everything else that we always thought was important before. You know, um, for example, the kids swimming, swimming school, uh, for example, the, the nice shoes that we want to buy, they're all not important anymore now. Absolutely. And just to take things in perspective, you know, I think the other part I, I would say is, is from the part of fear is, um, um, I, I, I think it's, it's, it, I think it's normal, you know, for people to fear because of what's going on, because it's, a, it's an uncertainty, you know, um, it's what we do not, we do not know. None of us has experienced this in our lifetime, and, and by the grace of God, none of us will experience this again in our lifetime. Amen to you know, that. So I think, I, I think in a way, we would say, yes, there is fear, uh, but at the same time, what I've learned so far now is to go back to the Word of God and understand what does the Word of God say concerning the situation, you know, because our God is all seen. Our God has been there from the beginning of time. So it's only wise for us to go back to the one that's older than all of us and try to understand what they are said in his word. And that's how I'm trying to, you know, to get through through the period. Absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you because myself, I mean, uh, this pandemic for me as well, um, I think it has helped me to reflect on one, why am I here on earth? What am I supposed to do in this season? And, you know, I tell my friends that um, I don't intend to come out of this season the way I entered, I should be able to come out better. So in this season, I, I mean, I've, I've been trying to do a lot of thinking, a lot of praying, a lot of studying the scriptures, because I know that in there lies my escape from the things that are going on around us. So again, um, just to even add a bit of a twist, a twist really, at the moment you heard about this pandemic, tell me what came to your mind. Did you ever think, oops, what if I get infected? <laughs> Apavia, I'll say you go first. Um, I don't know. I wasn't really worried about the infection, so to speak. I was sort of worried about the long-lasting effects that this was going to have, like, in general. Um, I felt like, you know, my being a final year student, for example, I didn't know how, the, how my exams are going to be graded. What would this mean? you know, my future, what's going to happen in the long run. So I feel like I was more concerned about the effects that this virus was going to have on everything um, rather than myself and if I was going to be infected. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Leko, what of yourself? It's a funny one because um, I think not because we're selfish as humans, but, you know, the human nature is to say, oh, that hasn't affected me yet, you know? So mm. I remember the late last year, you know, when it was, it was more in China. You know, and I remember reading the news or, you know, or, or watching the news and, um, and I, there's, there's kind of this un, unconscious message in your head saying, oh, it's in China. So it's, it's far from, it's not going to get to you, you know? And then it gets to Europe and we go, oh, it's in Europe. It's not in the UK. It's not going to get to you, you know? And then eventually it gets to the UK then eventually you realize that, oh, it's all around you, you know? So I, I think, you know, one of the key lessons we, we need to start putting into practice now is 
because it's not affecting you does not mean that there's nothing you shouldn't something about it you know um mm -hmm. you know so one of what when christ was talking about um the the greatest commandment you know christ was saying you love your god with all your heart your mind and your soul and then he then said the second is as great as the first which is love your neighbor as yourself so yeah. even if the pandemic never got to the uk you know we still have a place you know as christians to to pray to love our neighbors and now that's in the uk as well one of the things i've learned so much now is all of a sudden you know people are you know i, I went for a cycle this morning and people are saying hello to me people are and even i'm conscious now to say hello to people because mm. I'm, I'm almost appreciating people even more now you know even yeah. though i don't know you i see and i, I want to say good morning and yeah. i think that's how we should live our lives you know we should always always live our lives you know caring for people and checking up on people as well and sometimes god makes these things come our way to teach us the lesson as well so the question is what's the lesson in this experience what are we picking from this experience hmm. interesting interesting you know for me there was a time i had a flu around this season and and i was wondering <laughs> am i affected what's gonna happen to me and honestly <laughs> speaking you know all of a sudden you begin to think the thought of what if what if what if what mm. if what if and so that's what we're talking about today mm. really you know someone said that fear is false evidences appearing real and for me in that situation you know um i can remember my wife because at that point i had to self-isolate you know i was staying in the guest room and i didn't want the children to come into the room i didn't even want my wife to come into the room and i and i remember one night my wife came and saw me on my phone and she just said could you stop going on google you know because i mean the worst thing anybody can do is you have the slightest symptom and you type it on google i bet you you will feel mm. even worse than you felt before you typed on google mm. Mm. and you know and so mm -hmm. even in this context of fear now so i, I would want to ask the both of you has there been anything in your life that you would say that has caused you to fear and how have you dealt with that situation? Because the reason why I'm asking this question is, I believe at every point in time in anyone's life, you must have experienced fear. But again, Absolutely. the scripture that we read in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, Paul was saying, God has not given us the spirit of fear. In other words, fear is a spirit. And mm. just like how people get demon possessed and the likes, we realize that someone can be possessed by the spirit of fear, you know? And so the question is, if that be the case, and God is saying, I have not given you a spirit of fear, that means anytime we begin to sense the slightest um, inkling that fear is about to creep in, then what do we do, okay? And so, again, just to pose the question to the both of you, you know, in what way, have you handled fear or have you been afraid of something in your life and how did you handle that particular situation in no particular order any one of you could uh, please go ahead um okay um for me i think the greatest thing that i really feared is failure to be fair um yeah. because um i don't know when you're such an intellectual person and you're used to always doing well and stuff you really fear the unknown um, and I really had to step back and ask myself, like, you're turning legitimate concerns into illegitimate worry, like Pastor Tony Evans would say. And it's Sorry, like, could you say that again? 
I, I, I want our listeners to uh, to get that. Could you say that again? Yeah. When you fear, you are turning legitimate concerns into illegitimate worry. So basically, it's all right. Yes, you've prepared for an exam. You're anxious. You hope you do well. But then you don't allow it. That's a concern. And that's fine. You should. You ought to be responsibly concerned. But when you start worrying, I feel like that's when fear now is no longer an emotion, but it becomes a spirit because it's altering your response. It's altering your perspective. And you're, you're now bound, you know, so to speak. And so I really feared failure a lot academically. Um, and I really had to step back, reflect, accept that I was I was afraid and not leave in denial. And then really say that by saying you by by being afraid, what you're actually saying is God is incompetent. And I just really had to believe that God is going to come through for me and believe that God is my father. And if he said he's never going to leave me, I know that regardless of the situation I find myself in, as long as he's by my side and on my team. I would do well and everything will end in praise in my life. So um, that has been one thing that's really um, caused fear for me in my life. Um, and that's how I've handled it by really understanding the source of the fear, understanding who God is in my life, understanding the role he plays in my life, seeing myself as he sees me, um, and then consciously um, placing biblical faith over that fear and just trusting that um god will sort it out uh, interesting interest wonderful 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 you know i like the fact that you said that you know fear like dr tony evans like like you rightly said you know that is turning illegitimate worry sorry legitimate concerns into illegitimate worries and the truth is you know um like you rightly said um i think we'll touch on it anyway but let me get uh, let me hear from ola what he has to say about he about this topic as well um yeah so uh, maybe i'll start from 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 sharing that um uh my my parent my, my mom and dad uh, live in london you know my dad is 78 this year uh, my mother will be 70 this year um, so when you talk about uh, vulnerable, you know, um, adults, you know, they are in that category. You know, my dad particularly, you know, um, my dad um, had an angina a few years ago and it was he's due to have a pacemaker fitted. So again, from a vulnerable point of view, yes, you know, uh, just before COVID started, my mom was due to retire. She's a frontline nurse with the NHS. So again, vulnerability is all there. Um, so one of the things that came to my mind when this started was, oh, wow, I hope they're going to be safe. Unfortunately, I can't even go to help them and support in whichever way I call, you know. Um, and I had to trust, you know, trust in God. And one of the scriptures that, that has really helped me, there's two scriptures. You know, the first one is, is the story of Noah. You know, if you look at Genesis 7, um, that story really, really helped me because you know, the Bible was sharing and was saying that flood came on the earth, you know, and the flood lifted the ark up. So, and what I, what I got from that was, you know, yes, a flood might come and might destroy so many things in its path, but the same flood that destroys so many things in its path can lift you up as well, mm. you know? Uh, and mm. I trusted in God so much that, you know, yes, it's a flood or yes, it's a virus, but it doesn't mean that you will be destroyed. Perhaps it's even an opportunity for, for you 
as a child of God, you know, and I trusted in that in, in, in that so much. And the other scripture that I want to share is Isaiah 43, verse 2, you know, that says, when you pass through the water, that will be with you, and mm-hmm. through the river, it shall not overwhelm you. You know, at no point did God say that we won't go through waters and through rivers. He says, when you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. So at no point did God say these challenges would not come. But God is saying that even in the challenges, it will be with us. You know, and, and those two scriptures, the revelation that it gave me was rather than pray against the fear or against the things that are happening. You know, my main prayer has been, God, be with me. Let me remain in your presence. And, and I felt that as long as I was in God's presence, then no matter what happens, we will, I will come out of it at the end. You know, and that's what's kept me. That's what's kept me going, you know. Though, um, like, like you were saying, you know, Pastor Jeffrey, um, um, I, I'm a key worker as well, you know, and I've been going to work almost every day since it just started. Um, and I've, I've come home a few times with one flu or the other, you know, or a slight cough or the other. And it's, you're quick to think, oh my God, is that it? You know, <laughs> but um, well, God has been faithful, you know. And I think God is teaching us as well. God is teaching me as well in, in getting through this. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, Pavi, there was something you were saying um, that, that I wanted us to just dive into it a bit. You know, um, mm-hmm. um, you made a comment and you said that fear has a way of blurring our vision that we can't mm-hmm. even see the future. Could you speak more about that? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's just a thing. I believe that, um, just like um, um, Mr. Lecon said earlier, a perspective can be the cause of your problem because the way you mm. see a problem would mm. affect how you respond to it. Sorry, and your you rest- I mean, that was too good. I, I couldn't just let you go by again. Could you, could you say that again? <laughs> your perspective can be the cause of all your problems mm. because the way you see a problem will determine how you respond to that problem and then your confession comes into it as well and we know that there's power in in the spoken word there's power in the tongue so i feel like fear has a way of once it alters your perspective that's it then you're you're confessing negatively you believe negatively and the bible also says the way man thinks in his heart you know so so is he and Mm -hmm. you know it's it just so your faith has to be such a uh, sort of like your sixth sense so to speak because your eye sees something your ear doesn't need to hear it to believe it so it's, it's a thing where it's like you have to um or what i'm working on now is trusting god to help me really build that faith because you know faith is is a measure again of your spiritual stature you know so it's like if i have enough faith then I don't have to, it doesn't matter what I see around me. It doesn't matter if fear is tugging. Like he said, we're going to be um, exposed to, to storms in life. It doesn't mean the storms won't come, but it's how you view that thing. Do you see it as a lesson? Do you see it as an experience for you to even build your faith? Because we know that it's in such times that we, we learn about faith and we build ourselves. So I, I believe that the key thing is just really seeing the problem the way god will see it even when the storm you know in the bible when they had the storm you know jesus was sleeping and the disciples i think peter was saying master don't you care you know about us and it's just like that shows how god really even views things and that's why i had to say i had to view god as competent because if i'm afraid i'm i'm even being prideful by thinking i can handle the situation 
and that God is not competent. He doesn't see what I'm going through mm-hmm. and all of that. So it's just like learning how to internally um, just have that peace, ask for that peace, you know, irrespective of what I see, such that my perspective can, you know, remain um, strong and rooted in God's word, irrespective of what I see. Mm. Wonderful. Wonderful. And, you know, Lakon, there was something else you were saying there that, you know, like the scripture you mentioned um, in, in, in Genesis chapter 7. And the truth is, you know, mm-hmm. it just validates what Opavi was saying now, that perspective is everything. Because the reality of it is, you know, yes, people are losing their jobs. Unfortunately, and as sad as it may sound, people are losing their loved ones. But that would not negate mm-hmm. the fact that this also is turning out to be the best of times for some people, you know? And so like you rightly said mm-hmm. that although there was a flood, but that flood was the reason why the ark was lifted, you know? And so for me, it mm-hmm. now begins to pose that question to me that how do I see this season? Is it a season for me to drown or a season for me to be lifted? Because if I'm able to channel my perspective to see it for working out for my good, then I'm able to spot the opportunities that would pose itself in this season. And, 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 you know, it just goes to show how much fear blinds us to see the things God is doing around us. Hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's really, really, really remarkable. And, you know, um, just to touch on, an, on another thing, you know, I was just thinking about it and I just realized that, isn't it funny that most of the things that we fear never really happen? Hmm. And so you begin mm-hmm. to realize that, you know, it, it even robs you of the benefits of the now. Because there is something, you know, the Bible says that, you know, that um, blessed be God who daily loads us with benefits. You know, and so forth. Mm-hmm. There's a benefit in each day. But the moment fear rules in the heart of anyone, you, you, you can't even see the benefit of that day. You know, as, as so it just goes to show show how much fear could traumatize one and also keep one stagnated, whereas they should be going forward. And it just goes to show something that God always did. For every time God came in contact with someone he believed was a timid, he never told them the mission. He first of all addressed the problem mm-hmm. and he said, mm-hmm. do not fear, mm-hmm. because he understood that no matter how lofty a dream or a future I tell this person, that dream is as useless as it can be because fear would always keep that mm. person from being all they can be. And so for anyone that is even listening to us today, you know, I want to give a charge to you that you don't have to fear because all through scriptures, mm-hmm. you know, Bible scholars say that all through scriptures that do not fear or do not be afraid has occurred in the Bible for about 365 times. Perhaps it's God's way of reminding us each day in every year that we do not have a reason to fear. I mean, it's, it's such a, a very, very um, relevant topic in the times that we live in, okay? Um, just, just before we draw the curtains to a close, I would just want to ask the both of you now, if you had an advice, if someone came to you and said, this and this and this is what I'm afraid of. How would you advise that person? Well, to me, the first, the scripture that comes to mind is Hebrews 11:6, which says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
I know that the, the mm. whole essence of why I live is to please God. I don't want to do anything if it's not pleasing to God. Um, and I just see it as, you know, one of the things a lot of people are afraid of is, well, I had faith the last time. I was afraid of that thing. I had faith the last time. And it, it seems like God didn't come through for me. Mm. But it's like, what of all the times he did come through? And I had to ask myself, look, God does not mm-hmm. need to answer your prayers to validate himself. He already did that 2,000 years ago. So mm. I had to um, really just come to a place where I know who God is. He's my father. He's my daddy. He cares for me. He knows my desires. And as long as I go to him and I talk to him about it, this is what I'm going through. I'm concerned about these issues. And I would like for you to step in and intervene. Show me what way um, to go about this, how best to go about it. Because he says, because anyone who comes to him must believe. So I must come. So I must make the, mm-hmm. the, the move to seek him. And when you seek God, God will give you directions. And then above all, consciously place biblical faith over that fear. Not just motivational faith, but biblical faith over that fear. Um, and just trust God to really handle to really handle my life and not be put aback. Because that's one thing that really got to me a lot of times. Um, I'm like, well, I tried this time. I had faith this time, but it didn't work out. So I feel weak. I cannot believe again. I don't have the strength to believe again, but it's Mm. like, God is always good. He's sovereign. If you just understand that he's always on your side, regardless of what you're going through. And once you know that God is always on your side, it doesn't matter what the external circumstances may um, may seem like, because you know that he will Mm -hmm. always want the best for you. Um, And so stay encouraged, stay trusting Mm -hmm. God and stay soaked in the word because that's where we get um, strength by hearing and hearing the word of god absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. Leko, any words Mm -hmm. any words for Mm. for someone who's afraid is wanting a way out probably yeah probably i said a lot some really good comments there to be honest some really really good comments there i'm just gonna add you know just a little a few more so i i think that i'm i'm conscious that there might be a few people that might be listening to this as well and they're thinking, you know, what is this face you're talking about? What is this biblical world you're talking about? I don't even understand what you're saying to start with, you know. Uh, and my encouragement, you know, if you are one of those people will be, um, you know, connect to a platform, you know, Place of Victory is a platform, for example, you know, that can help you through this period as well. You know, um, connect to a Bible-believing church, you know, connect to people that can guide you, you know, in the faith, that can open you know, open up so much of this faith we're talking about, you know, to you, um, so that you can be part of it as well. Because I don't want I don't want us to just say it and then people are thinking, but what are they on about, you know? Mm. Um, and then the other thing, the other two things I would say as well is, you know, Pavi talked about it already is Romans 10, 17. says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So at every point in time when there is a bit of confusion, a bit of lack of clarity, Let's go back to the word of God, you know, and the word of God would, would, would guide. And the last scripture I'd like to share is uh, Psalm 46.10. And this scripture really, you know, my wife and I were talking this morning as well, you know, and we were talking about the sovereignty of God. And we're saying in it all, God remains God. Absolutely. And I think we need to get to that point where we understand how tiny, you know, our life is, or even the span of our life is compared to the to the movie or to the scripts that God is playing out, you know? And once, I guess once we understand that, we start realizing that actually, who am I to even 
to even question God in what is going on, you know. Mm, yeah. So Psalm 46 10 says, Be still and know that know I am that God. God. Yeah. So regardless, in coronavirus, be still and know that I am God. Whatever is that fear, be still and know that I am God. It says, I will be exalted amongst the nations. You know, whether whether we praise God or not, God will be exalted. And I think once we realize that, we come to that point where we just we just almost, I'm not going to say just become lax about it, but we just almost submit and go, you know what, God, you just take the reins. You just take the reins, you know. And, and, and that's, the, that, that's where God wants us to get to, where we have that total trust in Him. You know, because when you have total trust, that's when fear disappears. You know, so I think that, that that's what I would share. Absolutely. As everyone will go, will go through these challenges, but one way or the other, you know, God wants us to get to the point where we trust Him 100%. Oh, wow, fantastic. And you know, for the audience, in case you're listening, like Lacon was saying that, you know, one of the things that he recommends is you connect to people. And the reason why I can't fault that statement is because fear is contagious. You know, fear, time will not permit us to actually look at how is fear transmitted. Fear transmits through information. And people will always be carriers of information. And so the people you surround yourself with would actually determine whether you're walking in faith or you're walking in fear. And so for anyone that is listening to us this, on this podcast today, my encouragement to you is mind the circles that you keep, most especially in the days like this and in the days ahead. Because the truth is, would the days go harder or easier? I dare say that it may be tougher, but as the saying goes, tough times don't last, but tough people do. Okay, mm-hmm. so thank you once again for joining us on today's episode of the Place of Victory broadcast. This is where we learn God's word and we gain insights for godly living. I just want to say thank you to our guest today, Pravi and Lekon. We thank you so much. And perhaps we would like to have you on future episodes because, I mean, there are some topics that I felt we can actually look into. Things like faith versus mental assent. What does it mean when I say I have faith? Or maybe whether I'm just mentally assenting to that. But again, um, perhaps it's something that we're going to discuss um, at, at a later date. But again, until next time, stay in faith and know that God is real. Have a wonderful week and God bless you all. See you all in the next episode. God bless you.